Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the fourth season of the Art of Healing podcast. I'm Charlize and thank you so much for joining me. So I like to restart this season's with a brief introduction of myself. Um, I feel that it makes it a little bit easier to figure out if you want to keep being a listener. And I know that as a podcast fan myself, it's always easiest to start with the most recent show. So I'm Charlize Davis. I am a practicing physician. I have been in internal medicine for 18, approaching 19 years now. And I primarily practice in an outpatient setting, but I am also a Reiki practitioner and that's training I started about seven years ago and I've treated Reiki clients using energy healing for about the past uh, six years or so. Um, And then I've recently become a practitioner for the Institutes of Functional Medicine. I've completed my first of the training or Institutes of Functional Medicine, and I'll make sure to share that information in the podcast notes below. I'm really excited about that because I'm now going to be working towards accepting and working with patients in functional medicine, and I'm, I'm just really excited about that. I have a website, which is called healingartshealthandwellness.com, and of course, I'm on social media, and I'll put the links for all of those in your show notes, because I feel like as a listener, you should be able to just concentrate on the show. But if you want to click into the show notes later, you'll see those. So uh, this podcast comes out typically every week. Um, and we usually will have our time together for a sort of a season. And I, um, I've just found that it, it kind of helps to follow the actual seasons of North America. I think it just helps me stay organized. But we usually start up in the winter and then we take a spring break. Then we'll start up later in the spring and go through the summer and we take a summer break. Um, so uh, this is the start of our winter season together. So um, thank you so much for being a listener. During this podcast, we'll cover topics in medicine. We'll cover topics in healing and integration. So thus could include Reiki, uh, meditation, mindfulness, energy medicine, Um, and anything in between. Um, When I'm lucky, I have a guest that can come and join me. So if you happen to browse through some of the previous episodes, you'll see that I've had guests such as Lisa Tahir, who who is a psychologist who integrates astrology into her practice. I've had health coaches on the show. I've had endocrinologists. 
and I'm looking forward to having some even more exciting guests. I hope that I can even have some uh, channelers and psychics. So with this podcast, my goal is to integrate knowledge in the practical, the practical workings of medicine that we have evidence-based with the healing and integration and the hope of energy medicine. And the reason, well, many reasons why I want to do this, but most importantly is having treated patients for many years, having treated Reiki clients for many years and feeling like I always kind of go back and forth across a bridge between um, hard facts, science prescriptions, and the soft, subtle world of energy medicine, that there's definitely a link. You can actually bring the two together. Um, It just takes having an open mind. And in my readings, my explanations, my classes, the medical education I have to keep up with every year. Um, I'm still surprised that you just don't see that coming together. You see both sides fighting each other, um, not realizing that they're actually both saying the same thing. So in this podcast, that's what we do. We make space for that. We go back and forth. We don't have a definite answer or right or wrong. We approach a topic, understanding that the ultimate solution that helps us all feel better probably comes from many sources. One of the things I've been working on in my personal life, and I've I've heard this actually, and I can numerous of my relationships is actually talking about myself. And as a podcaster, it occurred to me that I have not shared much of my personal journey and what I do daily to try to maintain my health and my wellness. So I kind of wanted to share a little bit here as we start this new season. Um, And uh, the advice that I share with you all, um, the the speculations I share uh, come from both my own experiences and definitely from those that I've learned from that are much wiser than me, much more experienced than me. But in my own daily practice, um, I actually try to squeeze in yoga, meditation, Reiki, as well as healthy movement. And um, I'm able to actually um, squeeze all that in um, with a full clinic day that can run, you know, sometimes eight or nine hours a day. And the way that I found helps me the most is I I don't do it all at once. I break it up throughout the day, Um, particularly because, um, you know, I'm going to have long stretches. I've got to focus on my patients. Um, it can be a pretty busy time. But I discovered many, many years ago, if I don't take at least a few minutes for myself, I run down really quickly. And I am not the healer that I can be if I don't take a few minutes for myself. So every day, I usually start out my morning, morning with a cup of coffee, <laughs> which I know is a habit. A lot of folks are like, oh, that's so bad for you. Well, every morning I've got, got my cup of coffee and then I also start the morning with yoga. Um, now nothing rigid, I actually just sort of eyeball the time and, and feel what my body needs and kind of figure out like, did I wake up with my shoulders tight or did I wake up with my neck tight or my lower back tight or did I just wake up all tight? And, um, 
I just sort of do, uh, you know, a few very slow flows, or I might even hold a few movements here and there. Um, I do this while I'm drinking coffee and I always try to decide, well, should I share with people that I'll like do a yoga pose and I'll take a sip of coffee? Um, it's quite hilarious because when you think of yoga, you think of super disciplined, like you're only focused on that and coffee right next to my mat and I'm taking sips. So, um, so I start off my morning, um, and it really just helps with, um, preventing things like the technique and the tight lower back. And because I do pace myself, um, I don't run the risk of like over stretching anything. And there's times that there's some body parts that I know I need to focus on, but definitely like stretching out my lower back and my neck really helps because, you know, of course, in the rest of the day, I'll be up and working. Um, I've used some form of Oracle or Tarot cards um, for the past three or four years. And um, as a personal practice, it hadn't really occurred to me to share with others. Like I'll share with friends or family just occasionally or offer to like pull a card. Um but I keep several decks and just depending on like what, whatever tickles my fancy that morning, I'll pick a deck and I'll maybe pull a one card or three cards, uh, just depending on the time. And, um, this habit really keeps my mind positive. Um, sometimes I may ask a question. Um, sometimes I just pull the cards just as a, um, way to open myself to higher guidance and to my, my higher guidance to God to, you know, sort of like what, what aligns me today. Um, and I found that doing these cards every morning is a really nice way to take in information, not necessarily outside information, which might be too jarring. And then just for me personally, cause I know that I'm going to go work with a lot of people after that, that I, I prefer to have that nice quiet time. And I plan to share more about how you can use uh, Oracle cards or affirmation cards in your own healing practice. Um, It's really quite nice. Even if you're someone who doesn't like to read a lot, um, I found that they're like a really quick go-to and it's just really easy way you can use those on yourself. So once my, my day, business day starts and I'm seeing my patients, um, between patients, um, I will very frequently take a breather or a mindfulness pause. I'm a morning person. So usually in the morning, I don't feel so much of a need to do it, but by the afternoon in the evening, I really need that break. And it may just be taking a second or two in between patients just to take a breath. So my healthy movement that am I preferred is to, to walk and to walk outdoors. And um, so for my long days and then like, you know, it's winter, so the days are getting short. You know, I, I would love to get out in the evenings and walk around quite a bit outside. Um, but because I'm, you know, I mean, I finished work till kind of late. Um, I actually just take my lunch break to walk. And sometimes I might spend my whole lunch break walking. Um because it, it is getting that blood flowing. Um, I use my walk, try to walk as brisk as I can to burn off some of those stress hormones. So it's when I'm going to walk that I'm going to 
use that adrenaline I've been stacking up. I'm going to burn it off by getting outside. Um, hopefully I can get brisk enough. I even sweat a little bit. But um, I have found that doing that every day really helps me to return for those afternoon patients with a clear head and a clear heart. Um, and with my own patients, you know, I frequently have to advise people to move, to move. And a lot of times what they interpret is I'm saying like, go to the gym, go on the elliptical for 25 minutes and then go do resistance training in the upper body. Um, really, I'm, I'm not a personal trainer and I'm not an expert in fitness at all. Um, I, I know disease process, but um, I just advise people that any healthy movement that feels good, that's intentional, um, and it may be that you're doing it along with a chore, um, just making sure you can get in you know, roughly like 150 minutes a week. And so for myself, I, sh- I shoot for 150 minutes a week. So that may be 30 minutes a day. And sometimes I might get more in and sometimes it's less. So I've been working on a few projects that I wanted to spend a little time sharing with you listeners. So the first of those is I have completed my first major training with the Institutes of Functional Medicine. So I'm allowed to be listed as a functional medicine provider. Um, I do hope to become completely certified. Um, you know, how I'll accomplish that, hopefully the universe will line up and it'll work out because it is time intensive and very energy intensive. But I can't say for my first course of the uh, functional medicine, it's been fantastic. Um, the knowledge that I learned within the first few hours I could take to my clinical practice and myself um, learning things like, you know, the nutritional choices that influence our health, um, learning to truly integrate that past history, what our past medical and physical and emotional history means to our health now, um, and really learning how to listen differently, how to be present differently than the traditional training, which is disease-focused in the management of disease and crisis. Um, learning to listen to my patients differently. Um, so far, I found that it's been very helpful because m- many of the ways that um, patients approach and then the complaints I hear from physicians about patients, which basically aren't presenting like a textbook, um, I'm learning that a functional medicine approach meets them right where they are, which is addressing their concern getting down to the root cause at the same time. And um, I will be accepting functional medicine patients. That is a medical practice. So I would be restricted to those living in the states of Oklahoma or California where I'm licensed. But um, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, I will make sure to share with you as I'm able to hopefully become licensed in more places um, for anyone that's looking for you know, to work with a functional medicine doctor, how you can work with me, what that would look like. Um, So I will share as that progress comes along for anyone that's been thinking that they want to get to the root cause. They want to work with a trained physician. uh, They're ready to take the time that is needed to feel better. Um, I'm so excited. Now, of course, you can work with me um, if you're wanting to do some energy healing Reiki. I can't offer to anyone, um, and I am providing distance Reiki sessions. So if that's something you're thinking about, I'll make sure to include that information in the show notes as well. Um, I've been writing my book, The Heart of Being. I've been working on it for some time now. 
And this book is a compilation of my experience as a healer, both in medicine and in Reiki. And what we do in this book is that we integrate knowledge from medicine, Ayurveda, from energy medicine, functional medicine, to understand the anatomical chest, our heart, lungs, spine, and ribs. And while we understand those physiologically, we'll explore our emotional world, our spiritual world, and we're going to cultivate positive psychological traits to feel better by understanding our bodies. So this book is going to combine um, the healing I've experienced in working with others and being able to slow it down because it isn't a book to explore things like what your heart rate is telling you about your emotions, um, why your shoulders hurt in that one spot. Like at the end of the week, it's always that one spot that really hurts. It's really tight. Why is that? So we'll actually talk about like what muscle that is, why that muscle hurts when you're the most stressed, when that muscle hurts, uh, that's the trapezius in most of us, why it's hurting. It's because you're holding it really tight. Why would you be holding it tight? Maybe it's what you do with your shoulders or your chest or your breathing. So in the heart of being, we'll be able to explore all of that. So the closer it comes to being ready, I I love to share the progress and where it's going. So I'll make sure uh, to share that with y'all as it gets closer to being done. I'm so excited. I am also working on a mindfulness meditation course that will take several weeks, around six weeks to complete, but it is self-paced. So there's not a limit on it. Um, And my purpose with creating this course is I wanted to have a dedicated space um, just for those who want to explore in a focused yet open way, a mindfulness practice. And I'm sharing meditations I've created as well as some interactive exercises um, so as soon as that's complete, of course, I'll, I'll let you know. And then on my website, I do have a few courses that you can jump into now. I have my 21 day meditation challenge that's available. And then I have Reiki one and Reiki two for those that are wanting to start their Reiki journey. Um, and maybe want to start right now. You can actually start my course, uh, with no barriers. You can start taking your lessons, learning the symbols, um, right away. I recommend if you want to make sure to catch every show that you sign up for on my weekly newsletter, which comes out about four or five days after each show goes live in the email is a link where you can directly download each episode to your, to your device, uh, which I find because most of us are listening on the phone. So I find that it's easier to download it and then have it ready to go so you can listen. And most of the podcast playing apps, you know, allow you to pause and, Um, So that makes it a little bit easier. So I'll put in my show notes. If you're wanting to make sure you get each episode every week, where to find me there. And then my website is healingartshealthandwellness.com. And then the show notes also put all of my show links. Um, We'll have episodes most likely all throughout the month of January. And we'll have February. We'll probably take a break sometime in March. So I am looking forward to connecting with you next week. Um, 
Thank you so much. Um, if you've been a long time listener, really, thank you so much for being with me all along this journey. This podcast has been alive for a lot longer than I've expected. And um, it has been just such a blessing, um, especially for my little part of the world, knowing that I could connect to the world and in a relatively easy way. So if you are a listener, it does help on whatever platform whatever platform you're listening on, if you can leave me a review. Um, If you are a passionate listener, you can become one of my supporters on Patreon. And any support I receive, of course, is greatly appreciated because this is a very small production. And to keep the podcast going, it takes my time, money, and energy. So for anyone that's feeling so moved, I will put my link if you want to become a show supporter. Um, And for show supporters, I will be providing um, some additionals, including access to like bonus episodes, um, access to uh, premium content. So I'll put some information in the show notes for that. So thank you so much for joining me for the return. I will connect with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox, available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you. 